Welcome to Art of Retreat 2018, the Parkour Leadership and Education Conference. This year, we're in the Cascade Mountains outside of Seattle. I'm Craig Constantine from Movers Mindset, and I'm here with Castori Torquia. Castori, Italo-Indian originally, is the co-founder and director of Esprit Concrete. She has been a therapist coach for Esprit Concrete for the last two years, informing her coaching of placement with counseling psychological interventions. Alongside Gogli Yao, she has and continues to develop a therapeutically centered model of auto-duplacement delivery that is either facilitated through a group or one-on-one environment. Welcome, Castori. Hi, Craig. Nice to see you again. So can you give me the title, I guess, and a, a quick summary, like an executive elevator pitch of what your session was about? So the title of the session was Overcoming Obstacles, mm-hmm. and it's based around the method that I use at Esprit Concrete, but also the grounded theory study that I'm doing as part of my doctoral program mm-hmm. of counseling psychology. The talk centered around three things. Um, the first one being trying to raise awareness about the similarities and the nuances that I feel counseling psychology share with art de placement, parkour, mm-hmm. and why I think that there's a need or a function to counseling psychology and the therapeutic approach it has within teaching parkour, um, but also within healing. Uh, the second was to try to highlight a almost multifaceted and interdisciplinary way of working with psychology within a movement context. Parkour being now a sport um, in the UK is fast being chased by sports psychology, Mm -hmm. but the aspects of competition and performance play a big part into it and often challenge some of the values that I understand parkour to be related with. Right. And you and don't mean chased in a good way. You mean chased <laughs> like at the moment we're still in still ahead, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um so I wanted to show what a discipline of psychology that is human humanistic, person centered, um, could bring to this. Hmm. Uh, and what we could do to make our approach to working with mental health and movement slightly more individualistic uh, while still maintaining the group values that Mm. we have. So that was the second point. And the third point that I shared was the emerging core theme that's coming out, which is to do with re-traumatization that can happen within the parkour teaching context. Uh, context but also parkour training in general that's usually unconscious with participants and how working with clients that have experienced this uh, can be helpful in prevention of re-traumatization that then leads to reinforcing uh, negative ideas of sense of self Mm. and self-esteem in general Uh, so I chose one part of the model that's emerging because I'm still in the thick of analysis Uh, But it seems to be something quite central to it that's associated with what we lose from parkour training rather than what we gain and the effects that has. So, of course, my immediate question is, can you give me the details of what is it that you think that we're losing? And I say think that we're losing because I suspect you're not done with your research yet. But what what does it appear that we are actually losing? Well, because the analysis is taking on a kind of psychodynamic approach to the analysis, it is very much um, framed in terms of the representations that we form when we're training and how some of the things that we are replaying in our movement or in the problem solving that we have uh, is similar to what we try to replay in relationships over and over again, expecting Mm. a different outcome. When we don't get that, we suffer disappointment of different kinds, a lot of... um, 
self-worth can be questioned and lost and then the different quitting styles that come out of it is what my project is aiming to highlight so it's uh, generating a model of uh, a therapeutic model of quitting and lack of progression hmm. can you take me uh, maybe back into the middle of the session like i mean this material is clearly not light you know something very simple it requires you to actually requires the students to actually think about what they're doing so can you give me a snapshot of like right in the middle in the deepest part of your session when everybody is really involved and in, in thinking about the topic give me a snapshot of what they were doing and what people were talking about at that point i think what i found and what i generally find is that there's always a moment where the way that people associate parkour to play gets slightly questioned and it gets them reflecting on the fact that they could be re-experiencing things about themselves that they may not like or they may struggle with within the context of parkour and that there might also be a way to um, experience it slightly more reflectively. Uh, a lot of people are very mindful of the mental health aspects of parkour, especially at a convention like this. Right. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, the difference between thinking about it on uh, almost unconscious right. level um, and tapping into that and being prompted to tap into that can be a little bit scary and unnerving. And I think that it moves away from just the general benefits of sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, so generally we get some skeptical kind of looks and that's what we got. Um, we also got a lot of interest and a lot of uh, inquisition about the psychology behind it. Um, ideally, I would have done an hour on just what the theory <laughs> is, uh, but I didn't get that opportunity. Right. Uh, and then a little bit of, okay, so what do I do now with this? Mm -hmm. And at that point, that's when I would move on to maybe just leaving them with a few questions, which is what I did. I left them with a few questions to think about in their own practice or when they're coaching. And so let's, let's take this to the people who are listening now. What are those questions? I mean, if, if it's possible for the questions to be useful as tools without having the, the precursor set up, like if, if you think the questions are useful, what would those questions be? Yeah. So I think the main thing that I disclaimed first was just uh, the idea that probing too far if you're not qualified to handle what's coming at you can be quite dangerous so uh, I kind of left them with the idea that they should maybe try this on themselves and then contact me <laughs> if they <laughs> if they had any questions Feel about myself it. First. Um, but the questions were simply asking you know is there something that they're feeling that they're maybe not attending to that might be slightly negative or hindering or make them feel closed, um, restricted? Uh, if so, have they felt that before in a non-movement environment? Um, did they find out what that was about or do they know what it's related to? Uh, what's worked in the past to work through that and what has still been left sort of unresolved? Mm. Uh, and if that's the case, then sitting and brainstorming, you know, a little bit about what triggered it, um, what help them move through it if not what is the stuckness hmm. and who might be able to shed some light on how to move through that uh, but it's generally just it was generally just the task of setting a uh, a preliminary almost mind map of patterns that mm -hmm. were emerging for them in their movement that would be a little bit deeper uh, and require a little bit more reflection during their movement that may not necessarily be linked to movement. Mm. For example, continuing to stumble on something you know you can do. Uh, what part of you identifies that? Um, how do you see it through the action? Then how do you see it through the thought? What does it say about you to do that movement? How come that's what you think it says about you? 
is there any other aspect of your life where that same thing is said about you and taking it from there um, so it's kind of like five minute therapy mm. sort of but that's the reason why I said you know to be careful with who you're doing it with and to try and do it on yourself and to get in touch with me because at the moment I think I'm the only person working with on, this on that topic, and right. I'd like to be able to actually hold workshops where I teach how to do that right. so that it's not just a trial and error right well, thank you very much, Casturia. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Greg. So, Casturia is one of 24 presenters here this week, this week, and be sure to check back often to hear more.